You are now in queue to join Game from the Gamers, a podcast where good friends gaming on PS4 talk about life, movies, relationships, other random shit, and, well, obviously, video games. Starring Chad, Xavier, and Corey. Let us put you on game. Game from the Gamers is brought to you by Cool Nerd Productions. Now let's start the show. Yeah, I mean, good thing he missed that conversation. Yeah, good. This was a lot incriminating. (laughs) Let me stop. Stop, stop, stop. Yeah, please do, please do. Yeah, boys would think I was ASAP Rocky the way I was talking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, buddy. All right. My levels do they look good? Let me see. Do my levels look good? They're looking all right. Yo, check check. Yeah, man. All right. Let me get the game up on the screen. What we playing, y'all? Okay, nigga. Oh man, these niggas about to dog me. They about to dog me. Actually, I'm about to play Apex, man. (laughs) I can do some Apex. Let me let me hop in and and get the audio down so it's not covering you guys up. Don't put don't put the audio in my ear, right? What you what you say? Don't put the game audio in my ear, right? No, you can put. You don't want it on the TV. Oh, okay. I didn't know if I could still put it in my ear. I didn't know if it was gonna mess with the clarity of the sound. No, that's not gonna mess with anything. Put it in the ear. Pause. Yeah, but yes. I don't know if I'll pause that though, just because that's weird. Like if you, if you, somebody whirling around putting dicks in their ears, we got bigger problems than pausing. <laughs> I mean, hey, they did in a scary movie. Mm. Oh no! You don't remember that? I <laughs> do. That movie? Yeah, please don't. <laughs> God damn! Hey, that shit. That was they. The first two were funny. Yeah, I don't know about them last couple. Uh, remember when she gave the ghost crabs? He was like, "You gave me crabs, what?" <laughs> <laughs> Yo. All right. <laughs> So let me get audio test uh, checks here. Uh, cool. All right. And for, got- and for the record, Home Alone 2 is better than Home Alone 1. It's not really a debate. Mm. We ain't even talking about nothing, but. Mm. You know, you just be seeing things out there on the Internet that are just false. Goddamn. What you been checking out these days, man? Maybe you should stay off the Internet, man. Sometimes the internet to be having some fire, and then the other time the internet just be be tripping. You know, the internet just reacts. Yeah, no. Nah, but then we you. also have funny moments too, where we just laugh. It's like the internet wins again. <laughs> Word. <laughs> internet been winning this year, man. It's been some good stuff this year. I feel like the internet was cutting deep this year, man. Deep. Like how? A lot of emotion. Not just like they was like normally it'd be just like playful fun, but they was going at niggas next. Like when when Kev on stage went at Stephen A. Smith's mustache, bro. Like that shit was crazy. <laughs> that shit was nuts. That was that was that was ridiculous. Like, are you kidding that me? Was, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was fire. What is going no. on? <laughs> yeah, man. And people have been using that Zoom effect a lot more. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have. It's been it's nuts. It's been bad man. out here. They've been cutting niggas deep, man. Oh, man. That one was funny, man. I felt like Joe Button Podcast has been jumping on that, man. When old girl got her car stolen, the no, no justice, no gas. When they was doing that you talking shit. talking about this one, right, bro? And I ain't really trying to hear nothing Stephen A. Smith says until he answers me this. Do you have a mustache or not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the one. <laughs> Come on, man. That's it. Yo, I think you sent me that, bro. Man, I remember when I seen that video, I was at work crying. Like... <laughs> Do you have a mustache or a gnaw? <laughs> Simple question. 
Very that simple question. Make you want to lick your thumb and just and just. <laughs> <laughs> that oh shit was terrible. Oh man, <clears throat> Jesus, man. So there's that. Um, but shit, we should probably start this podcast up, man. Um, right on. Y'all ready to get it? Can you sure, still man. do it? You still got it? Man, see, it's y'all already know what it is. Game from the Gamers podcast, episode 71, and we are alive. Man, it's been a long it. time. Yeah, you still oh, got it, man. man. You still got you it. You still got it. Got it. Yeah. Let's get a little pitch there, Chad. What you think? You still got it, man? He still got it. He still got man, it. No this, Don't be Yo, hating man. out it's, here, bro. No, it's crispy. It's crispy. You ain't lost the touch. It's good. It's good. Let's get it. Let's get it. And came right back in. Hey, like back like we never left. Um, right. So I already said I was going to get into this, so I'm going to just get right into it. Man, 2019 was whack. 2019 was, was yeah, really, was really bonds, rough. Though. Fucking rough. And I don't want to start with excuses, but we've been gone for a minute, but we've taken a hiatus purposely. Uh, 2019 started off great. We started off with a bunch of sponsorships, and we were making a lot of traction, and I think we lost steam um, in combination with a lot of things go- going on with the cast members. Um, I think uh, four, four, four of the six we had experienced deaths in the family. Um, and that was really, really rough. And then, uh, we had three of our cast members leave and, or, uh, have to get the boot. Um, just, but just because of being too busy or deciding they didn't want to do it. But myself, Chad and Xavier, we decided, Hey man, we really want to keep doing this. This is fun. And it's not like we got to do this every single week or anything like that. We just have fun with it. So I had two weeks off. Xavier had about two weeks off. I think Chad, you got like, what a week off. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We gonna just record, make content, and just have fun again, and go into twenty twenty with our heads held high and uh, content ablazing. So I wanted to start with that. An official apology to the fans. We we do apologize, but uh, we will be attempting to get more content out, um, depending on if Chad uh, graduate uh, cum de la or not. <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah, I don't have to watch out for him now. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. He gonna, gonna walk be... a little different. He gonna talk just a little a, different. I'm 33 now, man. I just had a birthday. My swag different now. Like I'm getting getting older. Hey, out man, here. don't remind me, man. The 90s babies, we turned 30 this year. That's what I'm saying. Y'all getting up there? Y'all right behind me. So, I'm all yeah. turn 30 in April. There you go, man. You better do something dope too. I am going to Panama City. Uh, that's it. All right, there you go. Panama. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you stop through Chicago at some point so we can celebrate, man. Definitely, we will. Yeah, man. I'm excited for 2020, though. I'm excited. I'm excited for really, really podcast. Excited excited for everybody that's still going to do it. Um, And also, more importantly, I think um, I'm excited for all the different collaboration things that um, you know we've been talking about and just Mm -hmm. in the works. So, you know, look out for a lot of stuff, though. Coming, we're back. Yeah, baby. Uh, what you guys? Speaking of the new year, um, I don't want to do resolutions, but I just want to know what you guys got going on going into twenty twenty. Uh, any plans you guys got for anything? Any goals you guys got set? Um, you guys got anything going on in that department? Man, graduating cum de la. That's it. That's all I'm trying hey. to do, baby. That's my main goal. That's it, man. So that's my main focus of the year. That's my number one goal. That's just phase one. So um, once I get that going, I think that's going to unlock a lot of doors for me. And it's a personal challenge that I need to get out of the way. So, yeah, yeah, man. Proud proud of you, bro. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So That's what I got going. I remember when you you first started back. Yep. Yep. It's been, yeah, it's going on three years now. So I couldn't imagine going back, bro. I hate it. Oh, <laughs> hate it is cool, bro. Tell me Man. about it. <laughs> Hated it. You was going for the masters, bro. You know what's up. Like you'll be no, back. No, no, that's that's um yeah, that's the goal. That's one of the main goals. Um, get back in my masters in the fall. Finish that up. Wrap that up in twenty twenty one. Um, 
outside of that, you know, just your typical, just trying to do be better in a lot of different aspects, you know, financially, spiritually, uh, health wise, you know, just just at all. How about you, Corey? What you, what you focusing on, bro? Uh, right now, currently focusing and going into 2020 with a, with a brand new setup. Um, I've been holding on to the same gear since I've known Xavier. So that's been about tw- 2009. It's the last like about 10, 10 years. years. Yeah, haven't changed any of my gear in my studio. So um, recently dropped some cash, man, and just revamping the whole thing. Um, and going to be looking into creating better sounds, getting back into beat making, because I, I got bored with beat making. And I think part of that had to do with my setup. Like you get bored looking at the same stuff all the time and you start getting into like a routine. So I uh, I want to get out of that routine. And, oh man, and got new toys. Yeah, exactly. You got new toys. That's it. Exactly, it's just shiny in there bro. now. <laughs> so yeah, I got some out. stuff. And I, and I don't have photos uh, to share on uh, my page and stuff so you guys can check it out but man this new setup is about to be dope so i'm going in with that and uh hopefully uh looking to keep my blood pressure and checking and staying healthy and stuff like that so absolutely yeah, that's the most important thing bro hell yeah you're you, you gonna be a tech dude too chad Corey, Corey yeah, gonna yeah. be a tech nigga come 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was hyped like when he told me he was like they're making me do it yeah. i said yes yes <laughs> Let me know. I'll keep you guys posted with that. I definitely want to yeah. do it. It might be some things that may hinder me from doing it just because of politics. You know, people okay. are going to be making me do more than I want to do, but it, nothing's official yet. So more to come with that. So I'm, I'm definitely want to be a tech nigga, though, guys. That's where it's at, bro. Yeah, I man. encourage all my people to do the same. You know? Yeah, man. We got to have a seat at the table. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of that, y'all got any advice that y'all would give? Now that, now that we're all hitting, now that we're all in our 30s or about to be in our 30s, going advice. into this new year, new new um, new decade, what advice do you guys have maybe for like the younger crowd or just your peers? Oh, man. Um, I would say run the run the race at your pace. Do what you yeah. do what it is that feels comfortable to you and do it at your do it on your own terms. You know what I mean? People always like to speed you up and uh, set these goals that they may have based on an outline that they've heard of. But I mean, whatever feels comfortable to you, whether it's buying a house or having kids or whatever it is, just do it at your pace. Yeah, yeah that's uh, definitely good advice. Yeah. Um, and also, too, I would say uh, don't be afraid to make mistakes. Don't be afraid to fail. You know, fail hard, fail smart. It's just the only way to learn. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's good as well. That's I dig really that. I dig that all day. I think mine would be patience. Patience, man. Um, great things have come to me just because I've been patient. And I'm learning that now, even when just buying and upgrading the studio, I wanted to do so many things and I just waited and waited. And things will naturally fall into place how they're supposed to when you just yep. give it time and don't try to rush, rush a, a result. You know what I mean? If it's meant to be that way, it's meant to be that way. Um, right. I can just think, just thinking simply, was so worried about uh, my 401k and all this other stuff that was going on. And I just said, you know what, man, let me just sit on this, just wait. And and things just started to to happen with it. And it's, it's turned out really good. And I'm really excited, you know, just being a younger guy with a good retirement plan. I was talking to X about it. I'm just like, man, things is falling into place, man. All I had to do is be patient, you know, got a good job now. Just had to be patient. So yeah. patience, man, it's key. It's, it's about it's about waiting the correct way. I think it's about, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think a lot of times people think when you're waiting, it means it's your stationary. Like, you can wait, you know, and be productive at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, that's that's just what it's about. You know, it's patience. It's good to have pressure on yourself and, and make goals and shit, but also on the same time, like, you got to be patient. You know, Rome wouldn't build overnight. It's just, it's just what it is. Yeah. Facts, facts. We all saying this. We all saying the same thing, pretty much. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we all saying we all got the same mindset. But I'm excited, though. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. Same here, uh, for the next decade. Um, that's kind of what made me come up with that. Um, you know, our first topic is you know the 
the best uh, mixtapes of the of the decade. And the reason I was thinking about that because I was like, damn, a decade ago I had just met Corey. Like we were at Capitol, completely new experience. Like I'm moving from Chicago back to Columbus. Like I'm in a completely like new environment again. But also too, I was thinking about like the music during that time and just like how like I hold that time really like precious. You know, like we talk about it all the time. But like that those years of college, bro, like it was like very informative years and like we had so much fun but it was like i was just thinking about just all the music just all the music like from that time that ended up defining like what we listen to now essentially yeah true very true all right it's always good to go back and take a look at what what was going on i'd never remember like i i start jumbling up years after a while, I'm like, that came out then? I'm looking at yeah, like movies man. the other day. I'm like, that came out in, in this year? I'm like, yo, this shit is crazy. So just move. I, I always look at uh, like old sci-fi films in there like in the year 2020. Like we in 2020 now. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like this is like not the future anymore. It's like right now. Like 2020 is right now. Like just old movies would, would throw that year out there like it was like in the very, very far distant future. And it's like right here in front of us now, which is nuts to me. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, we've came up, we've came a long way in ten years. Like oh, yeah. the world, like technology, just it's crazy. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, very true, man. We the Jetsons now, man. Loki, that's nuts to think about. But you, you wanted to talk about the uh, the decade of music. You want to get into that right now? Just like this whole decade, music wise. So, um, so like I said, I was just really reminiscing for real. Um, and then I just happened to just, you know, go on the internet and just see what people were saying about it. And, and ironically, like, it seems like a lot of people kind of talking about this on, on Twitter. And I think sometimes too, um, you know, like when we're listening to like Joe's podcast and shit and like Rory will always bring up like so far gone and like, you know, cushion orange juice, acid rap, just like tapes that really defined our generation so that's what really you know this topic is about um these are the 10 tapes actually give me hold on hold on one second we're fighting apex (laughs) (laughs) here we go we'll be right back commercial after these messages yeah (laughs) this is out here stressed i told you not to play this no man we we good man we good life is life is great we are currently experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Oh shit! Ah, punched on accident. Okay, so back from commercial break. So <laughs> when I actually googled this, you know, best mixtapes of the decade. These were the ten that came up. Uh, acid rap by chance uh live love asap asap rocky dedication to lil wayne friday night lights j cole house of balloons the weekend rich forever rick ross i added return of forever uh by big crit they had uh Mm. crit they had they had crit was here but i thought return of forever was a little bit more dynamic so i added that one in there they didn't have cushion oj which was crazy to me but i added that one i added so far gone and then i added um wale's more about nothing mixtape with the green cover seinfeld um so these are like the 10 that i added um out of those 10 I know for a fact, like at least two or three of these, we all have some like really, really good memories with. So um, I'll just go ahead and, you know, let you have the floor, Corey. You know, what tapes do you feel, um, you know, this time 10 years ago were in your Serato? Man, anything that got me through college. That's a hell of a word, by the way. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Serato. Anything that got me through college, man, I feel like the Cushion OJ, the So Far Gone, and the uh, those two, those two. I know Joe Button has some mixtapes. Uh, halfway, not halfway house. He was in Move a straight music, jacket. Um, he was in a straight jacket Move. on the cover. That was another pivotal one for me too. I can't remember the name of that one. Um, anyway, it was like Crazy House or something like that. Um, those stick out to me in my in my mind. But as far as just taking over the decade, and and we talked about mixtapes also being like EPs. And digital projects yeah. as well. Um, that uh, because of the internet, Childish Gambino was was super mm. influential to me. 
Um, I like that one a lot. I feel like the the production was just weird enough to be artsy, but it still hit. And the single off of that one was crazy. So I, I definitely appreciated that. Uh, but, you know, all your stereotypical J, J. Cole's, Kendrick Projects, all of that stuff would make the top. But the list you gave was was pretty good. I like that. They were pretty. I think pretty one list also had overly dedicated on that. So, I mean, of course, there's a few tapes that we could move out interchangeably. Mm-hmm. Um, you saying us speaking on these becoming EPs. And I know, Chad, you be saying it all the time. I usually, like, man, I don't know the difference. Like, to me, it's just a project. I think these tapes that we're talking about, I think they changed the scenery of music because you had to it actually is. say that's not a mixtape. Like, that's just not like an album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He almost got so far gone, almost got a Grammy. Shit, he wouldn't even own like that shit. Yeah. Like so far gone was that shit. Houston, Atlanta, Vegas, maybe to get up on my get up on my chair with that, man. Mm-hmm. Yo, real quick though, no ceilings. What year was that? You could put no ceilings on here. That was on nine. That's I I man, that was mm-hmm. my shit. No ceil. Well, he dropped that right before he went to jail. That was my shit. No ceilings. <laughs> He said, just, just, I'm going to leave you with a little taste. And then, you know. Nah, no yeah, ceilings was hard, bro. Yeah, no yeah, ceilings, no ceilings was, was hard. Yeah, yeah, no ceilings was crazy. He was spitting on that one. Yeah, swag, surf beat, ate that. Yep, yep. Ate the wasted, uh, yep. dead or, uh, DOA. Mm. Like, he said, run this town. Like, there was some yep. crazy, so there was some crazy beats he got off on on that one. Yeah. yeah. And then we didn't see him again for about a year and some change. But you know what happened, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that was my favorite though. That one, and then uh, so far gone, and then Cushion Orange Juice, of course, is always going to be like one of my favorites. Like I think that was his best body of work. Like even better than his albums, probably. Just yeah, set, Cushion set Orange Juice. Is... Cushion Orange Juice is his best project. For and the main reason life. I had to really list that too is because I feel like us being in the Midwest, that was different for us. Like you know, yeah. like we're yeah. doing that college scene for the rappers. Excuse me. During that time period, like, I feel like if you was in Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, like, Pittsburgh, like, anywhere in Pennsylvania, like, Cushion Noise Juice and Wiz hit differently. Like, I had seen him, like, a few times when we was in college. Like, it was was different for us, I feel. Yeah. It it was a whole vibe and a feeling, and it's still, like, you could tie it to the memories nowadays. And it just it gives you a it give it give you goosebumps. Like, when you listen to the shit, because he walks you through a story. It's almost like getting up in the morning just... Like he they, they, he puts you in his shoes, man. That shit is, is too good. I like that shit. Like that yeah. that mixtape was fire. I should have been an album if you ask me. But I feel like the um the thing that I love about a lot of these albums is it helped me get through like new different experiences like during that time. You know what I'm saying? Whether it was like heartache or whether it was like you dealing with like a really, really tough challenge, but then you got all this other shit that's going wrong and you got to push through it. Like that's why I really fuck with Friday night lights. Like that, that project really shows like his whole perseverance to get up out of North Carolina, like trying to get a deal, you know, like the student loan debt. Like it's just, you, you can really relate to the project so much. Uh, shit more about nothing with Wale is it was another one. Like, Really, 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 really uh, deep personal personal tape, and I mean, yeah, we all gotta say so far gone. I yes. mean, it for me, yeah. it gave me a home feeling being in Ohio, but it, it gave me a home feeling of like just being back in Houston. Yeah, no, it, I it, broke it was, his shield. It was, good shit. it was good shit, man. Cause that put him on the map too. Like after that, it was like it was off to the races. Nobody know who Drake was until that went down. Oh shit! X behind you. Yeah, and then uh, Kid, like Kid Cudi's albums was around that time too, like him and Azure Roth and shit, like that whole feel. Oh, was I that, remember Azure yeah, Roth. Azure Roth, you remember him and Kid Cudi, and like it was, it was, it was a good time, man. I remember me and Corey going to a show uh, at the House of Blues, the uh, the Great Hangover tour, and Corey was like, "Yo, man, we got to go to the show." I'm like, "Man, I don't, I'm not about to." Man, we got there. That shit was that shit was lit, man. He was yeah. throwing whatever in the happened crowd. to Asheroff. I don't know, dog. I don't know um, what happened to it. I can tell you, he he started running with the cool kids. So Where? Chuck is dope started producing a bunch yeah. of his records. I don't know if you guys ever saw that, but yeah, I remember he, he started doing yeah, yeah, yeah. But then just, they fell off. Um, or did they just disappear? Like I, I never would. I remember that whole era of the like hipster backpack yep. rack. 
Yep. It, it was yep. um it was not necessarily that they disappeared. I think Chuck got into more producing because he was showing up randomly here and there on different production pieces. And then um there was uh oh shit, there was uh what what is uh, Mikey Rocks? Mikey Rocks did, released a few tracks here and there, and that's all that I really remember about um about him. Chuck is dope had more things going on, but that's just from what I remember. I remember when they had the Peenies remix um with Ludacris. Mm-hmm. That song was hard as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was a lot of good music from that era. Oh, now it was a bad year for me, but that's why I remember all the fucking music. Yep. Yeah. yeah, man, that's what I'm saying. Like, you think about some of the experiences, like, man, like, I, Christian Orange Juice is just straight party scene. That's all I remember is just, like, fest. Uh, so far gone, I remember just, you know, that that was, like, a mixture of, like, like a mixture of like heartache, but also like you just met the new girl, you know what I'm saying? Like you put on something nice in the ride, just like chilling. Like that makes me think about some of the times when your brother be telling me I was wilding, like so far gone. Yeah. Just it's good time. <laughs> you was you was definitely wilding, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Speaking of uh that tour though, um you brought that up. I just got mobbed. Speaking of that tour, uh, what was that tour called again, Chad? The Great Hangover the Tour. Great Hangover B.O.B. Tour. was on it. And B.O.B., that's what I was just about to say. Yeah. The most, the person that I was most upset to see fall, well, I can't say fall off, but but really not put out as much good music, in my opinion, was B.O.B. He was one of the Was people. who? B.O.B. B.O.B. Uh, and G-Eazy this past decade really took a turn for the worst for me. That I think what hurt him is that big hit. He had such a big crossover hit so early. I think it just kind of like it. It got him away from what like his core fans like knew him for. Yeah, some of that shit got real weird, what, man. Like, yeah, I think that's what it was. I don't you know. could tell because he did a few tracks with Haley, didn't he? Um, I don't know. I know Joe did a pull up and they talked about it. And I think he maybe mentioned doing more than one track with her, but I don't know if I ever heard the other one myself. Um, but yeah, no, nah, it was it was stupid. I didn't like it. He got paid off of it, but I think it just the trajectory of his career was just kind of put off because you know the label gonna keep chasing for that song again. Mm-hmm. They're gonna try to keep recreating the same sound, and I think that's what hurt him. And I think at that time, too, what T.I. was locked up, if I'm not mistaken. So I feel like the mentorship that he probably would have got if, if T.I. was out, because I think T.I. mastered that, having crossover hits, but still keep it to his same core sound, still mm-hmm. being able to make trap music. I think he didn't get that type of mentorship because he was locked up. T.I. had so much else going on during that time period. Same thing with Meek, because remember, originally Meek was signed to him as well, too. Yeah, can't do much when you in prison. You can't. Yeah, when you're in prison, you can't really do much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so unless you Bobby Schmurda. Yeah, for real. That, <laughs> yeah. that nigga. <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. B. I forgot. B. O. B. was was uh big during that time. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of people. I think we could have added. I mean, we could have added um Macadelic on that list. Macadelic was amazing. Like, like man. You know, recipes, yeah. Mac Miller. It's, it's it's a lot of music from that time period, though. I, I can actually think about, like, I remember when Party Next Door, uh, P and D one dropped. Like, man, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that was a different time in Columbus. Yeah, man. Yeah, Drake has had a weird run through this past decade for me, but um, I think he's he's I think he's curving it in the right direction now. But that was a weird run of weird albums and people trying to get off labels that that whole young money thing fucked up music for a minute what albums do you think were weird um because i mean i think if you're reading this if it's not too late was a good album yeah but after he's got 17 listens like you had to listen to that on off first listen it was like what is this like it was a really different sound it was like he because he was it was like he took a trap sound and he added like 40 to it. You know what I mean? It was weird. I know what you're saying. It's not that it was bad music. It's just not what I was expecting. It's like you come off of take care and, you know, and all you were expecting something different, huh? Yeah. It's supposed to progress in a way that made sense. It's the same as when, um, what's his name? Uh, Kanye dropped 808 and heartbreaks. I I really wouldn't fucking with that at first. I was like, what is this? 
Nah, you got to listen to that three or four times. Yeah. <laughs> See, like, I still... Oh. It's an unpopular belief. I still don't fuck with it, but I do appreciate what it bought us later on, which was my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. So that's why I appreciate it because I'm like, this is what we got after. Yeah, and I'm I'm okay with that. I'm totally fine. Oh, I'm 100 percent okay with that. Yeah, I'm not gonna complain about that one. Yeah, the album's fire. Yeah, I'm I'm not mad at that. If you say you you don't like it, I'm not gonna say shit about it. Like I totally get it. Yeah. Trust me. I get it. It's a fucking weird project. But I do appreciate what it did for music. You know what I'm saying? I do understand that. That element. You can't... um, I'm running towards you. You know what I'm saying? You can't negate that. You know, you got Drake out of that. Kid Cudi out of that. Mm Mm-hmm. Nicki? 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 You you saying, did Nicki drop a project? Or... No, I mean, from that... Like, I just remember Monster. I'm just trying to remember all of this. Um, she dropped, um, she dropped some stuff here and there, but I wasn't really on Nikki's team all like that. So I don't know what Nikki had, uh, out. Nikki during that time, what, 09, 2010, I think she had just got with Young Money because she had just left, uh, Gucci. Bro, I never, because when she was with Gucci, it was just straight trap. Yeah. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. I guess I just, I felt like, I don't know, like, I felt like we were kind of forced into, like, a Nikki, you know what I mean? Like, Nikki was, Nikki was, like, the young money plant, like, the female young money plant, so I felt like we was kind of forced to like her at times. I would agree. I mean, Wayne, Wayne was the biggest artist at that time still, as far as music goes, and then you bought Drake. You know, like, yeah. remember, I think we've said it, we've talked about it, like, during their run, I don't think nobody is bigger than Young Money. I mean, of course, no, we could, no, we no, could no. say that TDE makes more quality music than them, but if you're talking about just pure success, like, mm-hmm. and, you know what I'm saying, and they was making the money off of it and stuff, and, and the music wasn't bad, too. Like, far as the best balance, like, Young Money would probably be the most successful. I mean, you had Drake at, at his peak, Nicki at his peak, and Wayne at a lesser level, but I mean, shit, Wayne was still probably like, he was probably still like what LeBron is now and what he was on the cast recently. You know what I mean? Like he was still like, he had just, you said that he dropped no ceilings and then all the albums he was dropping at that time was still like, they were still decent albums. Yeah. True. True. Yeah. It was hard to beat those three. Yeah. Yeah, They pretty much was juggernauts back then. That's facts. Yeah. They they had a, a, a tremendous run, and that's no hate towards Nicki. I just yeah. not a big big fan, but um, I do like Cardi though. Do like Cardi out of this out of this new era. She's pretty dope to me. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a big fan of Cardi's. I think oh, it's I think shit. it's the I think for her it's it's not it's not the necessarily the music. I think it's just the brand and delivery. Because like we know from a skill set level, she's not Nicki, and I always say that. Yeah, she just has a good team. It was a really yeah, good team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not better skill set. She remind me of like Snow the product. Yeah. Like mm. that whole flow and everything else. Like that's pretty much what she was doing anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You wanna know what I think the only thing about Nikki that makes me mad is I get it that you did the crossover album, but after the first album, because you had so much success, I feel like she could have gave us a Carter two or a Carter one. Yeah. Yeah. Something for the streets. Yeah. And it would have been fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause at that point you had the ability to go work with the top whoever. Yeah. True. Yeah. That's my gripe with her. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I think once she got a little taste of that pop, the B.O.B. thing happened again. And it was just yeah. like, okay, all right. Like Wait for the money. That's what y'all doing, I, I guess. But, I, man, that pop that pop success is is, is different, different man. It's different. And I, I can't say because I haven't had it. I mean, if I went pop, I'd probably, and the money was looking like that, I'd probably be with it. So I can't yeah. be mad. But at the same time, your fan base is going to be salty as hell. yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the 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 pop move isn't just for music. The pop move is for the brand as a whole. Because you know, after you make the pop move, comes the the fashion and the you know the colognes and the perfume and the you know what I'm saying. It's mm-hmm. it's all that that shit. Yeah, yeah. That uh, you start getting in your Rihanna bag. 
and everybody wants yeah. that bag. That's a lot of money to be, you know, yeah, sitting on top yeah. of. So I, I get it. So I guess you're right. It's when you look at it that way, it's like a okay, hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, could y'all say no to a couple million dollars? Y'all think y'all could do it? If I did it. And I think I would do it how Drake did it with Thank Me Later. And if you guys haven't listened to his uh, Rap Radar interview, y'all should check it out. It's actually pretty good. But he he talks about that, basically. Mm-hmm. He says, like, his, he said that's the album that he felt was the label album because he didn't have much his control. Mm-hmm. I would do something like that and then get your success. And then afterwards, it's like, okay, let me do my own thing. Kind of like the J. Cole thing. Remember, like, I... I like I feel I don't know how y'all feel about it, but like I think his first album was kind of like uh the first official one. Okay. Friday, Friday I, like, it wasn't a bad album. I just felt like it was a um no sideline story. There, sideline yeah, story. There I just feel like it was a it was a safe label album. That album was bad. Yeah, but think about it. It's very different from the other ones. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like he he made a couple albums like that. What was the one with Mr. Nice Watch? I didn't like that album. Either. That's the same album. I'm talking about the same album. Okay. The one where he had the song with Trey Songs, which was him trying to do the R and B like rap joint, like yeah. J or Fab. Like it was terrible. Was, it was terrible. That was Born yeah. Center, I thought. Yeah, it was Born Center Sideline Story. It was like a very long title album. Okay, all right, yeah, nah. But yeah, talking about like the it. same one. Didn't like it, but. It allowed him to do what he's doing now. So if you're asking me, could I do that one early on for me to get to this now, 10 years later? Yeah, you I would have to. Yeah, yeah. 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 You wouldn't have no choice to stay relevant. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, now when you look back on it, it was a good move. Because like now, like Jay-Z just practically lets him do what he wants. Uh, that was at 2014 Forest Hill Drive that he he left him alone after that one. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. Now, he left him now this alone. man has a whole fest that he yeah. that he puts on <laughs> for his Should label. I never doubt this man again. Do it. <laughs> that shit was amazing. Yeah, man, really good album. We um so you yeah man gotta do it. Um yeah no um overall as far as the decade goes, good music. Great music. You can have that. I got one. Oh, dope. Thank you. Great music. Good music. 2020, um, I guess to wrap this this particular topic up, is there anybody who you guys are eagerly waiting on as far as an album goes? As far as an album goes? Because I'm going to go ahead and say no. every Just because with this past decade, every time I get my expectations up, somebody releases something weird or it's off or... It don't hit like you thought it was gonna hit, and I got one. Go ahead. I like um the little R and B album that uh, Gambino made because it was a different direction, uh, the very eccentric one with the blue cover that had red going on. Awaken my love. Yeah, but I would like to see where you can go further with the before the internet. Okay. Oh, because of the internet. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. of the internet. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, of the yeah. internet. Because of the internet. Yeah. I would like to see what happens there. If he goes yeah, right. yeah. I want to say I want to see him. I want to hear him rap again. Like I think he doing a lot of other stuff, but I would, I want to hear him do some shit like camp or royalty again. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The R and B vibe is cool, but I would love. To yeah, see him I would love him to That's get back I'll, in his bag. I would love to see him do do what he said on the Breakfast Club. Remember when he said that? He's like, I'm better at the rap than and singing thing than Drake. Remember when he said this? Literally, when he dropped that album, and people were like, "This dude's bugging. Like, who the fuck is this dude?" But like, I would like to see where you could take that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we know where Drake took it. It was it was dope. You know, he, we know where he took it. We know the Bryson Tillers and everybody else came afterwards. But I would like to see like. If if Gambino put enough time and energy and music into that lane the same way Drake did, like where would it go? Because I mean, I think artistically he's he's more artistic, obviously. So it's like I would like to see where he could take it creatively. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to see um what Joiner's gonna do, and I hope it's not too poppy. 
But Joiner Lucas, uh, I got my He's messing with Eminem, bro. I don't know. But he'll always um, give you the storytellers, though. I feel like he's playing the, the both sides. I'm just waiting to see what the project is going to look like, if he's going to play both sides or not. Then YBN uh, Cordell or Cordero or whatever his Corday. name is. I, yeah, he's he's nice. I like him. Yeah. He's, I'm Yo, like, yeah. Yeah, he's he is dope. He's like the the one I'm looking at where I'm like, oh, so you you just gonna keep the essence of what it really is, you know? Because everybody else doing this yeah. like I'm a pop a perk, nigga, pop a perk. You're like I ain't got time for this shit. Like I feel old That's saying it. that shit, but I don't want to hear about how you depressed and shit. I just want to just rap, nigga. That's <laughs> just rap. That's all yeah. I want. Yeah, he got my respect with that uh that better days track. And I'm just hoping for some better days. That shit was hard, man. I was like, yo. Talking about grandma in the kitchen cooking during Thanksgiving and shit. I'm like, yo, yeah, yeah. He got me on that one. That's that reminded me of J. Cole Home for the Holidays. Yep. That uh, uh old heads track too, when he responded to like all the old heads like talking shit about the generation. Like uh, before I'm like, I got he got a lot of respect for me because of that shit. Like he went at like J. Cole's pretty much neck, trying to, you know, say like, hey, y'all don't understand what we going through and shit. So I think he's the link. He's the bridge between the two. I think he up for a Grammy too, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. So, I hope so. Yeah, he he excites me. That's now him and um Kendrick. I don't know what he got going on after Damn. I think he's just chilling right now. So, mm. so other than that, uh, that's those those my only two that I want to see. I don't know. Rihanna ain't put nothing out in a while, but like I don't know where she gonna come out of. She keeps saying she's coming. That's right. what she keeps saying. But, but shit who knows? She got yeah. that fashion bag, dog. Yeah, she I mean, when you make about... money off a perfume, it's just like Beats with Dre. Like, you take that money, go ahead. Yeah, I ain't going to make another album. It's passive Fuck. income. Passive income is dangerous because it can make you super lazy. Yeah. yeah. Or not even that. It's kind of like what Jay-Z and even Diddy said. When you start focusing on that high level of business, you can't do both. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to put all your attention in the ones. It's kind of like the reason why Jay Z gave us Kingdom Come. Some people can say what they want about it, but that shit, I, in comparison to the rest of his catalog, is buns. Because that nigga was focused on some on business, right? Like, yeah, yeah you. Right. I think, I, and I honestly think he says that like, that's one of his least favorite albums. I think he Praise says that himself. Too thin, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, shit, that's enough music talk. Fuck it. Yeah, we can go all day on music all day long. Great decade. Um, let's go ahead and pick up on uh one of these gaming topics that we have. We can get into um, gaming wars. Yeah, let's get in that because I know, still everybody haven't watched. Loves- the gaming wars. No, I say gaming wars. Yeah. Like, like you know, so, Xbox oh. versus PS4. Oh, man. Okay. Let's get, yeah. let's get into it. I know you had some other things on the docket with The Witcher, which I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. But let's get into this gaming first. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, obviously, we know the PS4 uh, won the console wars of this particular system generations, uh, outselling the Xbox. But also an article... Um, I was reading was also saying that they just believe that uh, Sony basically dominated um, the gaming industry, you know, over the last decade. You know, if you compare, um, you know, the end of the PS3 era going into the PS4 era now and give me a second. Niggas is here. <laughs> Hold that thought. Every time we try to get into a new topic, man, stuff be happening. Be happening. We are currently experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Damn. Okay, sorry, I'm back. So basically, I just want to hear y'all thoughts. You know, do y'all feel like Sony actually um, won um, the last decade in in, in regards to the gaming war? Because, I mean, Numbers don't always tell the whole story. We know sometimes games sell, but they're still shitty like Destiny. Um, but do y'all actually wow. think that's, that Sony um, won the gaming wars? Did they push gaming forward? Did they do some innovative things? Uh, what are y'all looking for in regards to the PS5? I'll start with you, Chad. Well, um, I, I think um, 
Xbox is already on the heels anyway. Like it's always been PlayStation and then them. But I mean, Xbox definitely did give them a run for their money, and that's good for business to have the competition. But I feel like Sony is just always a step ahead, like as far as everything that's going on. So it's, it's not really. I mean, when you got a your competitor going, hey, like we need to team up and see if we can do this car cross play. I pretty much I, that's that's pretty much a, like a white flag to me. Like, all right, man, like you got it. Can we just team up one time? Like, and I'm pretty sure it was Microsoft going at them saying, hey, like we would like to team up and do this cross play. Yeah, that it was, was. The, like that. That was the that was the, like the, the the nail in the coffin for me. I'm like, okay, like this is sounds like to your left. Yeah, so I I think that that's what it is. But I mean, PlayStation. I'm not saying it just because I'm biased. Because I, I I look at all systems. I played Xbox before. It just well, you're right. PlayStation is so oh, solid. Shit. It's solid. So that's just my. I don't know what you think, Corey. Uh, PlayStation One, no, hands down. Uh, you know what? No. Yeah. Um, I think um before I say PlayStation One, we got to take a look at the Switch and determine whether or not. Yeah how successful that was because it was late but that shit hit so but um, would you even add the switch because it's literally at the end of the decade i mean it's only had a year it's only been about a year so i mean would you even really count it because i mean it hasn't even hit its full maturity state yet uh, i would just because of the catalog in general in that time span how much it's already grown do you Okay, so my counter question is, do you even think it's a fair comparison? Because it's only had a year of life versus something that's been around since, what, 2013? Yeah, Nintendo's I mean... sneaky, though. Yeah, Nintendo's kind of like yeah. that. If you, I guess yeah. if you look at just Nintendo as a whole, I think, I think you could argue that they may have had and or will have a better run. But I think within... If you probably compared numbers, I think the switch would might have higher numbers just based upon the fact that uh they were smart in that they they bundled their shit into pieces <laughs> so you had to buy every like a lot of separate pieces with their units to make them function well whereas like PlayStation could get their $500 out of you and then that was it but the switch you know the system was slightly cheaper but then you would spend 2 to 300 in accessories off rip so I, I'm willing to bet that their sales are are comparable in some way just because of how they released it, who they, how they marketed it, um, what YouTubers they got to jump on board with it and things like that. I, I would put it up there for sure. Yeah. So if you had to rank, would you go Sony, Nintendo, Microsoft? Because, I mean, yep. yeah. granted, Microsoft started off the decade on fire. Like coming off the 360, like the 360 hit. It did. Like, it up. The it 360 tore the PS3 ass up. Like when you, uh, when, you, and I'm saying in the beginning because I mean you got to think the Halo was still at its highest peak. Then they came out with Gears. Gears, the first three Gears was fire. Like that put it on another peak. And then at that time too, I think what was really hurting Sony was the lack of exclusives. Uh, I. What the the thing that hurt Microsoft was that red ring of death. I know you remember that. That's that's a hard one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was towards the end. That was towards the end. That's what I'm saying too. So it's like that contributed to it as well. But I get what you're saying. They did. They definitely did have a lot more momentum going into it. But I think a lot of other things hurt them down the line. Like they just couldn't compete after a while. So okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That's, they that's make their bread opinion. and butter off of first-person shooters, I think. They yep. put all their eggs in one basket because I think that's why the 360 dominated. You know, yep. online gaming was starting to become extremely popular. They had a great servers. They had popular games that people wanted to play online with. You know what I'm saying? Like, they make their bread and butter off first-person shooters. When Microsoft failed, they fucking failed. Like, they fucked up when they fucked up. And yeah. I don't think anybody out of the war, the, the out of the entire war, had as big of a fuck up as Microsoft. And as many oh, times facts. as they did, they fucked up two to three times on a large scale. The Red Ring of Death, and then the entertainment the, system. Yeah, that this, entertainment system put them back. Yeah, and then something yeah. to do with the Xbox Live. Uh, you had to log like, in or check in like once a day or some shit. They, they fucked up, man. Like, they fucked up a lot. And it was just like, I think people just got sick of it. Like, bro, I can't keep I can't keep yep. dealing with your fuck-ups, man. Like, because it's costing me time and money now. So, um, 
Yeah, man. That's that's my only thing is that when Microsoft messes up, they mess they mess up. And that's the only thing that I think puts them dead last is no one else had as big of a fail as that. In fact, I think uh, they were highly influenced by PlayStation um, and what they were doing, uh, especially with the free games and stuff that they were releasing. I feel like uh, Microsoft jumped on board with that for sure. Um, if I'm thinking I mean, of the yeah, timeline, I, mean, right, I don't know. Did, did Microsoft do that first? I don't think they did. I thought it was PlayStation. Um, No, I think... Microsoft always had it with the 360 where they had a lot of classic games that you could get for like lower price. I do remember that on the 360, but the whole free game thing, I think Sony coined that. I mean, if we're mistaken, forgive us. Um, you know, we have, we're entitled to be wrong, but I think, I think, I think that's the case. And even if they did do it, I think uh, PlayStation did it better. Um, and I, I think they uh, do have that share play game thing that's dope though. Like my brother yeah. has told me about it, where like someone can share games with you, and you don't even really have to buy the game to play it. Yeah, that's that's on PlayStation too. No, this is different. You can you can play the entire game from a completely different system. Yeah. Oh, you, you ain't got to be like connected to them. Mm-hmm. Nah. Oh, okay, okay, that's different. All right. This is totally different, bro. This is some craziness. So there was that. I did. I did. Uh, I remember hearing about that. And um, did um, wasn't Destiny exclusive? Was Destiny exclusive to Xbox for, for the first one, or am I tripping? It was on PlayStation. I think it was on both. I think right? it was on both. I think it got more love on Xbox though, like far as the marketing. Mm-hmm. Like because remember, actually no, it was on on uh, Xbox originally. But no, it wasn't. It was on both. I think it got more marketing with Xbox because it was the people that made Halo. What, what studio made Halo? Oh shit! Microsoft in conjunction with uh, started with a um, B. Bungie? No, it wasn't. Bungie. Bungie. Yeah, it Bungie. was. No, no, no. Yeah, it That's is. It, no. it is Bungie. It okay. is Bungie. So yeah, Bungie. Bungie helped make Destiny. So I think that's why I got way more marketing there. Word. Okay. Okay. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Because I played the first one. I I had the first one, and I hated it. I just remember it being more popping on Xbox and people talking about it more. Yeah. um, I didn't know if it was an exclusive. Yeah, man, I think think PlayStation got that one. I think PlayStation is going to continue to get it, to be honest, because PlayStation ain't never did me dirty, just except for, uh, like you said, lack of exclusives. Like, for a while, they had some booty games, but I mean, I take some booty games. Yeah, that's what I was reading on. Um, you know, like some of their execs were basically saying they're gonna stick to what works. You know, if it's not broken, don't fix it. You know, they're still gonna expand on characters, expand on games and experiences. But they said they learned from their mistakes with the PS3 of lack of exclusives. You know, they were like, mm-hmm. we're we're not gonna do the whole let's put all our eggs in the first person shooting. Yep. Yep. <laughs> And you could really see them 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 having a good time with this too. I think um just and I think control was control. I can't remember, but just them getting into other games outside of shooters this this past year was really dope. Seeing what kind of stuff they was getting into, um and not losing out. I don't think they was losing out on much. So that was that was really dope to see too. Um, I came in here, bro. I don't know where this dude going. All right, I'm gonna come over there by you. I'm trying to think now if Control was a PlayStation exclusive. What was there was another game that was exactly like Control that was an Xbox exclusive, and I was salty to hear that. But um, I think that's back when Xbox was killing though. So or at least it was coming off the cuff of killing. Um, had a famous actor in it. Same thing, dude had powers, but it was shot like a movie. And I was like, "Damn, bro! PlayStation you. lost." Yeah, it was, it was, it was one of them ones where, like, if you had Beyond to be looking, two souls? no, but similar. It was similar, like, uh, where it felt like a movie, and I can't remember what it was. But anyway, I uh, had an actor in there. I can't remember the actor's name. He's not like crazy popular, but he's played in a couple dope movies. And uh, I-, I remember thinking to myself, like, "Bruh, if PlayStation is losing out on games like this, like they in trouble." But right. I think they got it back. I think we good now. This PS5 though, are y'all getting it? Not day one. Yeah, yeah. I'm I think he's gonna wait. <laughs> I was like, nah. I'm definitely waiting. 
no, no I don't I don't know what they're gonna do. It's always gonna take a minute to pour it over because when we bought the PS4 and we were still on PS3, it took a minute to like actually port everything over. You know, they always drop the the prices like, hey, yo, two dollars for bringing all your games over or you know whatever else or just to purchase them again. But I think we purchased Battlefield like twice. So, I'm mob the fuck out. So we'll uh we'll see what happens. I'm gonna see what they add to it and different features. Well, homie's not even coming to help. You got a gold shield, buddy. Ran behind. Fam, this nigga had a gold shield and just got wiped by the chick that I was fighting with a blue shield. That shit's whack. Wow. This man did all that looting. We can come in to give some quick thoughts on The Witcher. I haven't watched it, so... I am on episode five. Um, I've never read the books. I just kind of did a little bit of research just to see like how the show was actually captured um, from my understanding from what I read. Um, the show is based off of the novels, not really the direction of the game, but I, but the way the show is written is it leaves open interpretation for more room for for them to explore the world, if that makes sense. You know, like they left the world open with certain question marks for them to take the show certain directions, but it also fits to the novel. Um, but I'm actually enjoying the show. Uh, I do agree with some of the reviews that users on the internet, not users, but viewers on the internet are actually saying about the show. And that is, it's a good alternative to Game of Thrones. Um, I do think if you really love the whole fantasy, Dungeons and Dragons, um, that type of stuff, I think it's a good alternative. I do think the way the show is being written is also picking up where Game of Thrones fucked up. Um, as you know, a lot of people griped about like the last two seasons. It, it kind of went away uh, from the books and shit. But I think it's I think it's solid. Even if you haven't played the game or you've never written, written the books, like I said, mm-hmm. if you like that genre, I think you will enjoy uh, good fighting scenes. Uh, Henry Cavill, the nigga that plays Superman, uh, I think he's doing a good job with that. Um, the chick that's playing Jennifer, she's killing it. Uh, she's the witch. She's like she's like the black like the black witch um, in the show. But I think it's, I think it's a good show though. I think you guys should check it out. Chat over there yelling about the the Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. I haven't really checked that out though. How's that? It's good, man. It's good. It's uh, set up after the uh, the original three movies. So ba- shout out to Baby Yoda, man, because everybody going crazy over this guy, man. <laughs> it's it's good though. Like it's really well written. I like it a lot, man. It's <laughs> baby. It's, Yoda. I, I gotta get my Star Wars fixed. I watched the movie. I'm not even gonna go into that right now. But it's, was it bad? Was it like they said? Was it bad? Nah, man. I felt like it was solid. Like it wasn't. It wasn't as bad. It's. It's the the last one was terrible, but this one like kind of got it back. No solo. Be. Yeah, no. solo was puns. No, 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 not solo. Uh, the last Jedi that was bad. Oh yeah, that was terrible too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Solo, I didn't think was that bad. At least stick to the story, but um, but this one was. If y'all going to see it, like it's it's. I thought it was solid. I thought it was all right. They had Luke looking like he drink a Budweiser every morning when he wake up. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was. They had yeah. him looking bad. Yeah. Homie looked like a straight alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Damn. So I'm gonna. I got yeah. the Witcher queued up. I'm definitely gonna watch that. We still haven't gotten uh, the Mandalorian yet. So or uh, really Disney good. Plus to 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 check out the Mandalorian, but I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, so that's gonna be Jillian's room. I've learned yeah. that if we got as we've gotten older, Corey, I'm not either. Like I I understood the hype, but I I've tried. I like the episode three though. That one when he become Darth Vader. That shit hard. That shit hard hard. Yep. Um, but outside of that, I mean, I like the Clone Wars. I, I do like the animation, but I'm with you. I'm not like a huge Star Wars guy, to be honest. Yeah. Just never or really Star Trek. I never really got into neither one of those. Nah, yeah. You either a Trekkie or a Star Wars. That's that. That's like blood and crypts right there. You got you to gotta divide Damn. that up. Yeah, I'm a Marvel head. Yeah, <laughs> that's nuts, cause it's blood and like crypts out here. Crips. <laughs> Star Trek and Star Wars. Yeah, you can't mix them two up. You're a Trekkie. Like, oh, 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 what you doing out here? Type of shit. Hell yeah. Well, shit, man, we had one hour. I just wanted to quickly see what you guys thought about it. Maybe we'll stop back at that when um, 
actually get a chance to check out The Witcher, but you, you do recommend it, X? You saying it's... it's Definitely recommend it. Definitely okay. recommend it. I mean, you guys can go on Reddit and look at some of the reviews um, as well, but I, for the most part, I think they're pretty pretty good, pretty general. Okay. Consensus there. I've heard good things. Yeah. Okay. You All know. right. Well, shit. Daryl um, will go on, you know, give you a dissertation about that shit. You ask him about it. Yes, he will. <laughs> yes, he will. Shout out, Daryl. Uh, oh, real quick, my, since we're talking about shows, this uh, suggests uh, Raising Dion. If you guys yeah, haven't checked that out Dion. on Netflix, yeah, Raising Dion, young black kid. Uh, pops was Michael B. Jordan. We won't get into it. Uh, his pops <laughs> is Michael B. Jordan, and his pops, your boy, <laughs> apparently uh, uh, was into some stuff. And this little kid ends up with some powers. And so uh, it's an eight-year-old kid with powers, and it's just hilarious, man. I was telling these guys my favorite, one of my favorite scenes, and this spoils nothing, is him making his costume and seeing his costume. Like, yeah, that is an eight-year-old for you, bro. Like, that costume looks crazy, but he, like, super hyped about it. You know what I mean? So it's it's, it's a lot of different uh, things about it that's really dope. Like, he's just a grown little kid with superpowers, man. So check it out, man. Check it out if you got a chance. Raising Dion on Netflix. I am gonna check that out. Chad, you wanna know what I was thinking about while he was telling me about raising Dion? What? <laughs> when we'd be like, Kacha, Kacha, Kacha. Come on, man. <laughs> that's, that's what you're going with? That's wild. <laughs> Kacha, yeah, we do be doing that shit. Oh, man. Every time he say that game's name, I do that shit in my head. I was like, oh, the fuck, man. Kacha. And for you youngins, that's that's by Janet Jackson. But yeah, oh my god. Anyway, man, that has been Game from the Gamers Podcast, episode seventy one. Man, I'm about to get up out of here, man. Go see if I can find my package at Amazon. Just delivered to the wrong spot. I mean, you might want to go check on Jillian. Yeah, Yeah, a cup of water. Hey, all right, now that's has been the Game from the Gamers Podcast. (laughs) I get up and drop (laughs) this. (laughs) 